This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Get a Casper mattress and get a great night's sleep. Try it for 100 nights risk-free. Go to casper.com slash Glenn and use the promo code Glenn. Get $50 towards the purchase of your mattress. Terms and conditions do apply. Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. There is... There's so much going on today. I, 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 I want to talk to you about Keith Ellison and the media. In fact, you know what? Forget everything else. I want to start there right now. talk to the media here for a second. The media has made me into a conspiracy theorist, and they will say, made you into one. You made yourself into one by saying things like the Muslim Brotherhood has a plan to take over America. Yes, it's called the Project. It was found by the U.S. government in, I believe, Germany right after September 11th. It outlines how to infiltrate the United States government, how to infiltrate businesses, how to turn us against our, uh, ourselves here in America. It's called the project. You can look it up. It didn't come from me. It came from the United States government. That's who found it. You don't cover those things. So when you say something like the Muslim Brotherhood has a plan to take over America, that sounds crazy. But once you look into the sources and you see what it is, well, then it's a different story. Well, the latest was you're a conspiracy theorist because you've said that George Soros paid for um, uh, protests. I've heard well, story after story on that. Story after story after story on that. That, 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 that is out there. Now, I don't remember which protests he paid for, um, but his, uh, his organization does that. We know that in other countries, absolutely positively, he's on the record saying he proud does that. He's proud of, it. proud of it. Okay? So it's not a conspiracy theory. A conspiracy theory, to me, is what Keith Ellison said in 2007. Listen to the man that may be the head of the DNC and what he said about 9-11. Because remember 9-11, right? You would never have all this discrimination against religious minorities. Uh, and, but for 9-11, I mean, you, know, you had it, but you didn't have it to the degree that we have it now. All, 9-11 is this, is this juggernaut event in American history, and it, it allows, I mean, it's almost like, you know, the Reichstag fire kind of reminds me of that. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do benefited from 9-11. Well, I mean, you know, uh, you, you and I both know. Yeah, Bush. But, but the thing is, is Bush. that, you know, after the Reichstag was burned, they blamed the communists for it, and it put um, the leader of that country 
in a position where he could basically have authority to do whatever he wanted. Okay, so Keith Ellison is making the charge that Bush was the one who benefited from 9-11. So we could bring about religious discrimination? And the uh, Patriot Act and everything else. Now, you can say that the Patriot Act was there before there was a 9-11, but that doesn't mean that the Patriot Act, uh, that that 9-11 happened to pass the Patriot Act. The Patriot Act was written before 9-11, and it was going nowhere. Nobody, nobody wanted to do it. It was written in Virginia. Do you remember that? Stu, look that up. This is a really old fact from the deep recesses and cobwebs of my mind. Uh, when we were arguing it, we looked back, and it was written in Virginia by a couple of guys um, in, in Virginia, and they wanted pieces of the Patriot Act, and it, it didn't go anywhere. I think Joe Biden was even part of that. So the argument is, is that he's making the argument that 9-11 was blamed on somebody so they could go religious discrimination and they could soup everybody up and make them afraid. Well, that's a conspiracy theory. Show me the evidence of that. Now, if the press wants to have any credibility, you have called people on the right hateful conspiracy theorists. Will you call out the person who is now going to be the head of the Democratic National Committee? Will you call him a conspiracy theorist? No. Not not in a million years. And if they don't, it again will just play into more resentment and more dissent and more. Donald Trump did not beat Hillary Clinton. He beat the press. He was running against the press. That's what he said. Now, you guys haven't even addressed why Hillary Clinton lost. I haven't seen one autopsy on Hillary Clinton and why she was the worst candidate of all time. The the Republicans have known this for a long time. She was the most beatable candidate you could have run. Which is what we said from the beginning. That was the one thing during this election cycle we were right about. Yes. Was how bad Hillary Clinton. Anyone. I said my shoe could beat Hillary Clinton. She was the most beatable candidate. I haven't heard that from the media. They're not doing the autopsy there. All they're doing is they're talking about Donald Trump and And what a horrible disarray his cabinet picks are. First of all, he's ahead of every other president in his cabinet picks. It, it of course, is messy. Can you imagine how many picks you have to make in, what, 60 days? Yes, it's a mess. I'm sure it is. He didn't expect to be president, and I have this on good authority, until, I think it was 4.30 in the afternoon. They thought they were going to lose And at 4.30, somebody came to him and said, you know what? Things are actually in play. He didn't believe it until North Carolina came in and Florida. And when North Carolina and Florida came in and they were waiting so long on Connecticut and Pennsylvania, he looked at uh, one of his aides and said, we might win. 
they weren't put, they were putting the, 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 the pathway down for Trump TV, not the presidency. And he's still ahead of every other president appointing their cabinet members now. And what is the press doing? All they're saying is what a disarray it's in. What, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Why don't you talk at all about the disarray the Democrats are in? What are the Democrats going to do? The Democrats have lost so many people in local, state, and federal locations. They've lost so much power because the popularity was Barack Obama, not his policies. They also, even people who voted for Hillary Clinton... 34% of those who voted for Hillary Clinton don't believe the press. They think the press was in the bag for Hillary Clinton, and they don't like it. 74% of the American people don't trust the press. The only thing left Democrats have is Richard Gebhardt. That's all they've got left. That's what America has We look forward to Richard Gebhardt. And what's he going to be, 89 that doesn't, that's not 106. I've already important. maxed out. It doesn't database. matter. It doesn't matter. That's what we have left. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, yeah, there's a, so Biden wrote something after uh, his, after the Oklahoma City bombing that had several of the, the pieces that would later go into the Patriot Act. Uh, it was a 1995 bill. Um, CNET referred to it as uh, its cousin, the Patriot Act, Patriot Act's cousin. Uh, so it was similar. And, and this Biden is the one that was written in Virginia with a group of governors or something like that. No, I was looking for the Biden part. I don't have that yeah. yet. Okay, so the, but whatever. There, I mean, there was, and, and I'm not saying it, it was the same right. one. And that makes and it, sense. You know, right. But there, there was the framework mm-hmm. of the Patriot Act ready to go. Right. You have a that terrorist. Doesn't, that doesn't mean that they were like, let's blow something up so we can get this through. <laughs> right. And which is where a lot of people take that. Correct. It means that they had a terrorist attack. They thought of a way to address it. They didn't necessarily get that through, but when another terrorist attack had, they had the framework. Yeah, and they uh, said, let's try this now. Yeah, let's try it now. I think it would work. I mean, that's, yes. you know, that's, not a, that's not a nefarious conspiracy, but F- it does show how FDR works. did not trust the Japanese. He did not trust the Japanese. He sent people out to find out if we needed to do internment camps before December 7th. Do we need to do internment camps for the Japanese? Find out. The general came back and said, nope, they're good Americans. We don't need to do it. He didn't have the political capital to do it. September, I mean, December 7th, 1941, that gave him the political capital to be able to say, we're going to do this because of that, even though he had that idea before December 7th. Was it a conspiracy that December 7th? Yeah, there are those people who say, see, he caused it. He knew it was going to happen. No, I didn't. Well, well, he may have known it was going to happen, but I, I don't know that he 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 well, let he it knew happen. A strike for yeah, he knew a strike was camps. coming. Yeah, he did. He didn't know he did. and say, uh, "Everybody, look over here." Yeah, and in a way, did, these things this can be a positive, right? I mean, like you wouldn't necessarily want um, a, a a tragedy to happen and then just say, "All right, let's start thinking of new ideas right now in the midst of this and pass them." You'd want it to be a little bit more thought out than that. You'd hope that they'd put some thought into how to stop. It is their their job. job. It's the same thing with the Iraq war. They were like, well, they drew up plans for the Iraq war uh, before 9-11. 
Well, it's like, well, yeah, they should have a plan to invade everywhere just in case the idea comes up and they need to put it into effect. Especially countries that are shooting at our aircraft. (laughs) Should we have a plan to evade Canada? No. If I find out that there's a plan to invade Canada for no reason, well, no. But the minute Canada becomes hostile to us, is there a plan to say, what do we do in case the border becomes uh, a place of unrest? There better be. Okay, there better be something yeah. there because that's a possibility. Well, right. and, and, what about just taking care of the curling problem? What about just? Oh, you got to stop. Right? Yeah, you got to stop. Curling. Stop the curling yeah, problem. It's a stone and ice. Yeah, Get over it. On. And it's stop. a broom. Stop, stop it. sweeping the ice. But stop with, it. with the military budget we have, I would argue there should be. I don't know. A few people sitting around thinking about what if we have to uh, we have to invade Iceland. That that we should have that plan somewhere in a drawer just in case we yeah, have to do it. What we have the resources problem. for that. That might be our biggest I can, problem. I will that tell you nobody talks I'll, about. Bjork, I will obviously, tell you that there is not a plan to invade Iceland, but I can guarantee you there's an expert on Iceland whose job is to only think about Iceland that he would be the first one that we called if something happened and he'd be like, yeah. "You know what? That's crazy. I've been thinking about this." <laughs> I've been thinking about yes, because that's all you do. Right. You're just focused on Iceland. That's what should happen. Mm-hmm. This is not what Keith Ellison is saying. No, he seems to be thinking that uh, it's weird because he doesn't. He's smart enough to know that he's in front of a bunch of people, so he doesn't actually. Play it again. Yeah. However, he walked up to that line many times. Very tough. Play it. it was that again this time. Because remember nine eleven, right? You would never have all this discrimination against religious minorities. Uh, and, but for 9-11, I mean, you, know, you had it, but you didn't have it to the degree that we have it now. All, 9-11 is this, is this juggernaut event in American history, and it, it allows, I mean, it's almost like, you know, the Reichstag fire kind of reminds me of that. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Yeah, so 9-11 is the Reichstag fire. It reminds me of the Reichstag fire. Well, if you know anything about the Reichstag fire, and he's about to explain that, that was a total setup. Mm-hmm. That was a, the Reichstag fire, we believe, was started by the Nazis. Of course, yeah. I mean, the, the, that's what he's obviously insinuating. That's what he's insinuating. I mean, you could, he would probably argue, what I was trying to say is they took advantage of it like the Nazis took advantage of, of that. Not necessarily that they right. caused it. But do uh, we but, think that, so, so what you're saying is, you want to talk about a conspiracy theory. What you're saying is, replace Bush with Obama, that a tragedy happened and Barack Obama said, I can finally get control of everybody's email. I can finally get control of everybody's phone calls. I can get rid of warrants where I don't want to. I can start dropping drones on people. I'll have control of everything. I'll be able to take the NSA. That, you think the press would accept Someone saying that about Barack Obama? No. You'd be the biggest conspiracy theorist on the planet. And this isn't just a commentator. This is the guy they want to run the DNC. Yeah. He's a U.S. congressman. Mm-hmm. And, and to be fair to uh, Keith Ellison, to give him a little bit of a break here, the man is saying things that were mainstream Democrat positions at that time. Yes. You go back to polling through that era, you'll find 40, 50 percent of Democrats believe just that. Uh, and sometimes the majority of Democrats believed those things that Bush 
uh, did 9-11 and he was responsible and for it, or at the very least overlooked at, right. uh, overlooked it. Katrina took advantage of it, didn't care. He hates black people. Uh, there were a million of these conspiracies that were mainstream Democratic positions for the typical voter. And while he might be a little bit out of step with what they want in the press at that time, he was not out of step with the people who were voting for him. Now, the the press wonders why Republicans and conservatives don't trust them and feel the way we feel because of that. And this is why I said we have a third time at bat. First one happened with George Bush and the Democrats went off the rails and we stopped listening to them. And then Barack Obama got in and we went off the rails and they stopped listening to us. It's time to get it right this time. It's time to get it right. But you must call each play equally. If you don't, it's going to get much worse. And now this. Um, Simply Safe wants to make sure that your home is safe over the holidays. This is the time of the year when criminals come in and try to steal the things that you're in, in your home. Right now, Simply Safe has a brand new security apparatus, a new device that can connect into your Simply Safe system, and it's all wireless. It's a new camera, the Simply Safe security camera. If it detects something, the camera records it. So somebody comes home, you get the recording. Somebody tries to open a window, you get the recording. A glass breaks, you get the recording. So you know exactly what happened. Now, If somebody opens up the door and they're not supposed to and the alarm goes off, it automatically calls police. But it also it also has the uh, recording. So you see the face of whoever it is when police come. You could show it to them. The new security camera, you can see everything that happens at your home and it is all wireless. SimplySafeBeck.com. That's SimplySafeBeck.com. Check out their new cameras today at SimplySafeBeck.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. The key to having a great day starts with having a great night's sleep, and I know because I have a Casper mattress. The Casper mattress was invented with two high-tech foams that give you all of the support that you need and guarantee that you get the best night's sleep ever. Time Magazine named Casper Mattress one of the best inventions of 2015. Casper ships for free in a box so small you won't believe it holds the actual mattress, making it simple to get from your front door to your bedroom. And you try it for 100 nights risk-free. They'll come and pick it up if you don't love it as much as I love mine, and they'll refund every single dime. Once you try it, you're never going to want to sleep on anything else. Having a great day by having a great night's sleep, casper.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn, $50 off the purchase of your mattress at casper.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Don't forget, $50 off the purchase of your mattress, casper.com slash Glenn. Terms and conditions do apply. Gloria, 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 Gloria,
Blink from the blurry period from the Glenn Beck. We, uh, we have welcome back to the program. We have a we have a couple of things uh, going on uh, this weekend. Saturday we have the big M1 ball, um, which we would love to have you come to. Mercury um, One, your charity. Yep, Mercury One, our charity. This is our fundraiser for the year to pay for the lights and everything else, so we can keep uh, doing the things that we do. And we uh, have an auction right now. If you go to uh, mercuryone.org uh, slash M1 ball, you can register to win a brand new Mercedes. It's like a one in three thousand chance. That's pretty darn good. Um, somebody's going to win it Saturday. It might as well be you. Um, tickets, all the money goes to uh, Mercury One, and we, we, we just we can't thank um, enough um, the uh, Mercedes-Benz of Plano that, that actually gave us this Mercedes to be able to auction off. We want to thank them for that. But all you have to do to register is go to um, Mercury One. Uh, dot org slash m1 ball and then you can also see if you're in the area on saturday we'd love to come and and uh, be with you we all have tables pat's do jeffy me my wife uh all of us dana is going to be the host uh gosh who else is going to be there uh, sarah, sarah evans sarah evans the country artist is going to be singing um and we have a big auction david barton will be there if you would like to join us that's saturday Join us for our fundraiser at mercuryone.org slash m1ball. That's this Saturday. By the way, the online ticket sales end tonight at 11.55 p.m. The raffle for the car tonight at 11.55 p.m. Tickets can be purchased at the ball if you're attending. But online ends tonight at 11.55 at mercuryone.org. Big uh, fashion splash yesterday, Glenn. I think it's. I'm. I'm looking it up now. I had no idea. Yes. Well, I mean, we already know you're the 100th most um, important person in the world of art. Amen. That's amen. Uh, The uh, the internet yesterday apparently noticed um, an interesting outfit that you wore at some point, (laughs) uh, which you know you had the kind of what's how would you describe this hat? It's a Stetson. A Stetson hat with the the dark sort of the, the light sort of sunglasses the i don't know if I, it's a scarf but you wear it in a way that we always no, joke about. this yes. is me this is me yes. i think this was taken on the campaign trail so i was out in wherever uh iowa, iowa. or someplace mm-hmm. and I, I i was coming in and that's why i had that coat on i had a what i mean all i have is a sweater a coat <laughs> a cold scarf and a hat the only thing weird maybe the glasses because they're from like the 1920s and the hat. So two of the four things you just mentioned are the only weird things. Three: the hat, the the I'm sorry, the jacket, the sweater, and the and the scarf are not weird. 
The, yeah, no, it's uh, uh, the scarf is weird. Yeah, scarf is weird. The, uh, who doesn't yeah. wear? Yeah. You're in the cold. Yeah. You wear a scarf. Differ with it is, the scarf. Yeah, that's the scarf is weird. The scarf slash ascot is. Uh, it's not an ascot. It's a scarf. Scott. It's a scarf. It's a scarf it, is so it is not a scarf. Scott. Dangerously scarf close to an ascot. It sure is. Dangerously close. An ascot is a little teeny thing that you put underneath. Hey, your I know. An ascot is almost, ascot almost like a dicky. Those guys are just the hat. You guys glasses. The ascot. It's not an ascot. It's a cold weather scarf. You just said it's not an ascot. It's a scarf, Scott. <laughs> oh my gosh. Got it. So, Glenn, uh, so the w- internet went crazy with you. Uh, just, this is not even a crazy outfit. I mean, it's not. As, I, this is what I was going to say. Like, right. This has been a running joke on this show for at least for a years. Decade, at least. Yeah, years. We have been um, hammering you over your eccentric clothing. I am uh, the weirdest dresser on the planet, and I embrace it. I know you do. Um, I, it's, you know, I felt like, you know, like, let's just say you, you started a movement uh, politically and you, you fought through all of the, you know, the, the tough, you know, alliance building and trying to get people to come to your rallies and trying to get people to support and you get donations. And then you rise all the way up and, and finally people take notice. I feel like that's what's happened yesterday and that we have dedicated ourselves for 10 years to criticize the clothing that you wear. And well, finally, the larger people, uh, the, the larger group of people around the country are, are joining us in this effort. And and I think it's, I mean, it's, you know, you, you no, uh, no I, I'm not taking these latecomers. I'm not taking it from these latecomers. <laughs> it you, was, you, uh, you know, you, you want to make fun of the way I dress. You should have been on that bandwagon. I'm not, I'm not, I, I'm not taking these people who are like all of a sudden. I do like this. If, what is woke Beck, by the way? I guess I have that? that Glenn woke up. Or? This is a, yeah, what this is, is a, this is, Beck. this is a thing that's now going around on the left that. Um. Wow, Glenn Beck is awake. No, oh, jeez. I don't think it's necessarily about you. It's about like the term itself is like you've woken up to the I don't know social reality or, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how about they wake up to a few things? Right. But anyway, woke Beck. <laughs> woke Beck looks like he so owns a Japanese ceramic store in Silver Lake. <laughs> you do look like you own a Japanese ceramic. Store. What is a Japanese ceramic? I don't know, but it's you. Japanese it's you in that picture. Japanese ceramic. I would rather be working at a Japanese ceramic place than right than here right now. Quite honestly, <laughs> I love this one. Uh, woke Glenn Beck looks like he now knows every coffee shop in Portland, Oregon, and has personally personally That's, rated them yes, on yes. a scale from one to Mumford and Sons. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> what does it say? Woke Glenn Beck looks like he now ha- oh, uh, knows every coffee shop in Portland, Oregon, and has personally rated them all on a scale from one to Mumford and Sons. <laughs> That's crazy. Very good. That's a good line. Yeah, okay, so article um, of all the jokes. Um, woke Beck looks like what Neocon Beck imagined Woke Beck might look like. <laughs> <laughs> I like this one. Glenn Beck has evolved into a middle-aged lesbian. <laughs> I mean, facts are. This facts. is not. This is not funny. Yeah, it, is. it really is. Great. These are classics. <laughs> Glenn Beck looks like he. That is a middle-aged lesbian That's look, exactly right there. Exactly what that is. Glenn Beck looks like he owns a healing crystal store. <laughs> oh, looks like he's. He looks like he's Joaquin Phoenix performance art. <laughs> I mean, it's it's. It's the ascot. Yes, I think it is, is the, the ascot. I will say, guys, do you not? I was in Nebraska or wherever. 
I know, which you is don't. strange why you would wear an ascot there. But it's that's, not an ascot. <laughs> you, I was, I mean, that's the only thing I can think of of where I was because I don't recognize anything or anybody in that I, picture. No, this is an old picture because you're not, you're not in Texas. This is not. I think it is the campaign. Probably. Yeah, I think it's it is. So it was cold. So I'm wearing a I'm wearing a camp I mean I'm wearing a a, a winter scarf. That's just a winter scarf you buy them at stores. You wear it in a way um, Yeah. in a scarf scot way. I don't know how to explain yes, it do. other than it looks like a scarf scot because you uh, now I've seen people wear it like that, but then it's like their jacket's kind of closed over it, so you can't necessarily tell. You, a lot of times, will have you leave that the out. Jacket You've worn it on the air. I mean, yeah. there are, these people need to go back and look. Right. We've had all sorts of oh exposés on your outfits. It's got to be 20 times. The internet can be pleased for months and months to come by our, the work we've already Absolutely. done on this topic. <laughs> I'm just so proud of them. I'm so proud. <laughs> I get so proud when people finally come along to your cause. And uh, people are seeing it. I'm woke, you're saying woke Twitter is finally coming around. The woke Twitter is suddenly <laughs> Pat, Stu, and Jeffy. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh yes. man, I, I, uh, I, I are, were you um, happy that people are noticing your fashion sense finally? Because I mean, you're already the hundred most important person in art, but they necessarily in fashion. I think this might cross the line. I think you might finally get that done. I deserve it. You certainly deserve it. Absolutely. It's amazing that this is a weird thing to everybody. Though, I know. Because, I mean, it's just, it's been... It's yeah, you've time. been dressing like this since, what, the late 60s? I mean, it's been a long time. It's yeah. been a long time. Well, it's well dressing that way the planet. Through, through the entire transition from male to lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the entire internet going crazy over the fact that Steve Forbes supports a flat tax. Like, we got it. He's been on this for a long freaking time. Uh, but, you know, I'm happy to see it. Now, more, I'm more happy to see, however, yeah. uh, the pie caken that you have. Oh, you're not getting any now. I just, I just said that you're talking about. We, we, we were, we're we just, praising. People are noticing your wonderful outfits. Just, <laughs> no, no, no. Just, I just that's said it was about time saying. people notice. Not, that's not what you're saying. But uh, anyway, I, I so you are making fashion. You have, you've always said we need to reach out to the left. And I think that's what we're seeing here. Uh, look, <laughs> you are dressing like someone, as many people pointed out, a hipster from Brooklyn all of a sudden. It's no, not, not all of a sudden. sudden and I, I don't know what a hipster in Brooklyn looks like. You. Look at the picture. You in that picture. So maybe Brooklyn is dressing like me. I think that's, that's possible that because possible. you have definitely led the road for this. This is long time. Yes, we should actually put up. You need to be. Uh, uh, rem- to I be remember you saying. I remember, I remember you guys saying years ago. Vests are going to definitely come back in. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, seriously, cardigans, those are coming back. <laughs> oh, no, 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 seriously, that hat, mm-hmm. oh, that, that, worked, that worked in the 1950s. It's yes. going to work again. I, you guys have been saying that to me for oh, yes. over a, a decade. Oh, yes. A long time. So I'm not going to hear about any of this hipster stuff. They caught up with me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I like that. So how do you feel now, hipsters? You're dressing like Glenn Beck. <laughs> <laughs> we, I mean, if you wish, Glenn, because I know that's a uh, that's a great point. We can go back and find some evidence that would support uh, from past. Mm-hmm. I thought you wanted some pie caking. I do, but you derailed me back to this, and now I'm, I'm, <laughs> now you're thinking that that would be helpful to me. I think you're aware that yes. you can throw me off of any topic by just bringing the conversation back to pie pie caking. So just if do you it. don't know what pie caking is, it is the greatest thing. My sister sent me a picture. And um, I told her, I said, you've got to make 
mm. a quick video of how you made this. Look at that. Now, this is oh. a this is a chocolate fudge cake with an actual I think that's a raspberry, raspberry. pie. Yeah. Which she mm. bakes, mm. then oh, you, you bake, you make the pie, you bake the pie, yeah. then you put the batter in for the, the, the cake, you place the pie on top of the batter, and then pour additional cake batter oh, over boy. it. Oh, my so God. when you slice it, there is a pie inside the cake. <laughs> that looks amazing. So I have, I have Matthew making one today, because t- on tomorrow's show... Listen to me. On tomorrow's show, you may not get any. But I want... You find, you find the flattering pictures of me. <laughs> I don't told you not to make fun of Fred's <laughs> too. Well, they don't. They don't. But you get to... You go to, a, you go to one of our, our airbrush artists here. Okay? <laughs> yeah. uh, but I have Matthew making one of those today. And he's making all of the turkey and stuffing and everything. Because tomorrow, on tomorrow's show... We're going to have Thanksgiving leftovers the way I have them. Oh, nice. And I make turkey and dressing leftovers waffles. You make them leftover Thanksgiving waffles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We talked about that. Leftover Um, Thanksgiving waffles. And so this being our last day before the vacation tomorrow, uh, we're going to celebrate by we're just gonna do, we're, yeah like I'm that. gonna show you some of the like things it. I'm gonna give you my like my it. wife's stuffing which is my wife's stuffing is the best stuffing ever I think um, but he's making some of that uh, and uh, we're just gonna have like a little Thanksgiving and uh, we will show tomorrow are we gonna have the actual Thanksgiving stuff today then so that no. the food, tomorrow is actually leftovers no, there won't <laughs> there aren't such things as leftovers at your house. Well, that's, that's true. A lot of leftovers is what you're right, saying. Sure. There are some leftovers. Is the pie cake in how did I grow up in a bakery and not think of the pie cake in years ago? I find this, I find this offensive. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> my family did not think of this. The pie cake in is a play kind of off the turducken. Yes. The yeah. turducken is a turkey, duck, and chicken. Right? Yes. So what is the in yeah. of the pie cake in? A pie cake in is pie and cake. There's not... In, in my tummy. <laughs> <laughs> it is pie and cake right in here. Okay, yes. Pie cake in here. Right. I like that. There is something, that, you know, the internet has done a lot of things. Number one, it's helped us all understand Glenn's wardrobe. Number two. Uh, While it divides us, it brings us together. It does. It does. It does bring us together. The, the, the Pinterest world has created so many oh, delicious Pinterest. things that I want to yes. eat. And in most of it, it's yes. just combining things I already eat. It's the way it all ends up in my stomach anyway. Exactly just, right. They put it on the plate that way. It's That's fantastic. right. Instead of eating it separately, why not eat it in one delicious bite? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It is fantastic. Now, if I can find a way to bake the ice cream into the pie cake No, the ice cream's got to be cold. You want that ice cream cold. So no, I know. we got to find hot. a way to keep that cold while everything is hot. So, so you just slice it. Because, honestly... If I have a slice of pie cake and ice cream, uh, it's not so bad. I'm just going to have one slice. But if I take and I have a plate and I have to have a slice of pie, a slice of cake, and then I go and scoop some ice, ice cream, cream on it, then I feel like a pig. Right. Uh, this reminds me of a, a treat. That's why Halloween. That's why Halloween is the greatest. I hated this as a kid. I always wanted, I didn't want the fun size. I remember thinking, that's not fun. But now that I'm older, yeah, you realize it. Now is. I can eat 
40 fun sizes without feeling like a pig. Because I only just had a couple, you know, I just had... Had a bite. I had 40 bites, okay? Mm-hmm. I just had a few bites. That's the way I do it. It adds just, up to one actual candy bar. That's yeah. all that is. Well, 40 fun 40, sizes is not fun one candy sizes. bar. That's not even one Maybe candy bar. Maybe half a But candy. I don't yes. feel... Let me tell you something. I feel bad taking one bag of king-size M&Ms. I feel bad. I'm like, oh, jeez, I shouldn't eat this. Look how fat I am. But I can walk by, <laughs> hypothetically speaking... Right. The kids' candy bag. Take about five and of those reach, little ones. And take five of those little ones, and I'm totally fine with it. I am totally fine Good thing with it. I've never done I don't that. Know, I'll tell you that. I, I don't know what it is, but I am totally cool with it. Before the end of the show, I need to tell you about uh, uh, milk and cream in Dallas. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. This was the, one of the most amazing experiences. Okay, well, hang on. Hey, wait, wait. Oh let, me gosh, plus, yes. let me pay for some bills here so we can afford to go to, what is it, pie and cream? Milk and cream. Milk, milk and, cream. and cream. Oh, my God. Okay, let me quickly tell you about American Financing Corporation. American Financing Corporation, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. You all right, Jeffy? I don't know why you do that every time after that, Jeffy, but... Holidays can be a time of joy, but the holiday season is also a time when some people feel really, really depressed if you're in debt. I know, brother, I have been there. But there is something you can do about it, something that will help you get through it. American financing will consolidate your high interest debt into one manageable monthly payment. Now, the, high, the interest rates are at all-time lows right now. They're saying, the Fed is saying, that they're going to raise interest rates next month. I don't know how they're going to do that. And if it does, boy, we've got bigger problems. But get the interest rates while they're at these lows. It's a great time to refinance and consolidate your debts. Lowering your interest rate can save you as much as $500 to $1,000 every month. American Financing, their mortgage consultants are salary-based. They specialize in solutions, not counting commissions. And if you want to buy a home or refinance, take advantage of the low interest rates. But don't wait. Please do it now. Call 866-750-6551 or go to AmericanFinancing.net, 866-750-6551. America's home for home loans is AmericanFinancing.net. We are the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. Okay, this place, Milk and Cream in Dallas. There's a few across the country. They sell delicious gourmet ice cream, a million different flavors with toppings, as you'd expect. It's already good. But what they do is they put it in an ice cream sandwich. But the ice cream sandwich is gl- are glazed donuts. So they make donut ice cream sandwiches. And then the donuts are warm while the ice cream is cold. Oh, my. So if you think about what's going on with the process of each bite, you're hitting the sweetness of glaze, then into the sort of uh, richness of that You don't have to talk me into it. You had me at it. Then you hit the coldness, the ice cold of the ice cream, then back into the toppings, then back into the the warmness of the donut again. It doesn't say, I'm sorry, but I'm sorry, left. You've had this wrong. America... Isn't the greatest place on earth? This is why people are coming across our borders in droves. Proof. The ice cream sandwich with hot donuts. Oh my gosh, I love this country. 
The Glenn Beck Program. Mercury.